0: Welcome to Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, back again with another episode, y'all. In this episode, I'm going to be talking to uh, Reggie, family friend, uh, somebody that I've always looked up to and valued, his word, his opinion about things. Uh, this brother I never would have thought would be in prison, uh, but he is and his story is compelling. It is to me anyway because, you know, you don't have to be out in the streets uh, selling drugs, robbing, killing, raping, to end up in here. You can find yourself in a situation that in the blink of an eye, you can lose your freedom. Uh, This man is not, in my opinion, a criminal He's not somebody that can't be trusted. Uh, He just didn't live that lifestyle, but he found himself in a situation uh, that resulted in someone being killed. And because of that, he has a second degree murder conviction where he was sentenced to 20 years and he's got seven years on. I'm going to uh, let him tell what he's comfortable with uh, we're telling in his story and uh, But I want you to get to know this person. I want you to get to know him I'm, I'm gonna get him to tell you about his life what his life was like uh, After and I'm doing that because I want you to understand that You can have all the things in life that we think we should have and what we work for and all of these things but All it takes is one lapse in judgment one lapse in judgment, and it's gone. So with that, I'm gonna let him introduce himself, and then I'm gonna start asking him some questions, and we're gonna get to it. What's up, bro?
1: Good morning, fam. How you doing, Joe? I'm
0: good. I'm good. I'm good. that's my good. I'm good. This is Reggie, y'all. You know Hello. what I'm saying? Hello, everyone. Yeah, dig that. Uh, awesome. Yeah, he. Uh, if he sounds a little nervous. Give him a few minutes, he's like everybody else, he'll get over it and then this interview will roll on. Yeah. I've uh, been trying to get him to sit down with me for a long time and he's just uh, was reluctant to do it. I understand that. But uh, Reggie, uh, tell everybody where you're from.
1: Yeah, I'm from Springfield. Springfield, Tennessee. Springfield, y'all. Tennessee. The Yellow Jackets. Yes, yes sir. Yeah, Springfield all, Yellow Jackets. Oh, The Yellow Jackets. Dig that, man. Nineteen eighty grad.
0: Nineteen
1: eighty,
0: man. Yeah. What was I doing? And I can't even remember what I was doing in nineteen
1: eighty. <laughs> you was young I was, you were young. I was a young'un. I was a young'un. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Dig that. So you graduated from Springfield High School, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. what did yeah. you do
0: after you graduated? From I Boston? went to the United States Air Force. You joined the Air Force. Yeah, went into the Air Force. Yeah. You went into the Air Force.
1: Traveled, did a lot of traveling, man. It was it was nice. I really enjoyed it. Where did it. you travel? Well, I went to Kadena Air Base in Okinawa, Japan. Mm. Went to the Philippines, Korea, and all that while I was over there. Yeah. 18 months. Uh, I got. Airman of the Quarter over there, and got a incident flight in an the F-15 fighter mm. jet. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was nice. They they wrote home in hometown news release for that. You know, mm-hmm. that was that was yeah some nice man. I mean, I'd yeah. never forget that. Yeah, then went from there down to uh, Langley Air Force Base mm-hmm. in uh, Hampton, Virginia, mm-hmm. which was nice. That was mm-hmm. really nice. And then from there down to Fort Walton Beach, at yeah. Herbert, Herbert Field Air Force yeah. Base, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, okay. How yeah. long did you stay in there for? Eight years, eight years. Eight
1: years, Yeah, eight, eight years.
0: Eight years. Right. After that, you, where'd you live?
1: Yeah, I went on back home for a few years. And worked there at Unarco, and then from there, mm-hmm. moved on to Bridgestone and stayed there for the next 22 and a half years.
0: Wow, yeah. 22 and a half years. Always been stable. Oh, yeah. Always man. been employed. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, made, doing that.
1: Made good money out there. Man. Yeah, yeah, all yeah, all yeah. yeah. A home and everything. hmm.
0: Yeah. So, um, where did you live most of the time? You lived in Springfield and where else?
1: From Springfield, then Antioch, then out to Smyrna.
0: Springfield, Antioch, and Smyrna. Mm-hmm. Living good. Yeah, yeah. Nice yeah. home. Yeah, it was nice. nice home. Yeah. Did you ever have any uh, struggles in life? Did you ever go through anything that um, that might have that people can relate to? You know, did you drink? Did you smoke? Uh, well, no. Um, did you have? Um, um, did you lift weights? What, what? Tell me some of the activities that you did. Did you like to cook out?
1: Oh, uh, barbecue. All tell me barbecue. some of the things that you did. Out. Lifting weights I did all that I started lifting weights You know When I was in the Air Force Mm -hmm. You know And then of course Being in the military Everyone Worked out Enjoyed Working out And drinking You know So Mm -hmm. I believe that's when I started Mm -hmm. Actually drinking A whole lot When you were in the military I was in the military That's where it started Yeah Mm -hmm.
0: Dig that Dig that Yeah. Yeah You started drinking In the military How old were you When you took your first drink
1: Oh wow well, I was hanging out with the fellas up at the basketball court. Oh, this is before you went into yeah, the, man. Before we, you went into the
0: military, yeah. you, you took I had your my first, first drink. drink. Yeah, yeah, I the
1: basketball court
0: <laughs> at the Cracker Box. Y'all <laughs> don't know nothing about the Cracker Box. This is a
1: yeah, this is spot
0: in Springfield, man. It's a uh, uh, basketball and tennis court in this area. Yeah,
1: uh, that was after the Cracker Box. Oh, it's after the Cracker Box. yeah. That's when I moved up on the hill. Oh, okay, up there, okay. The big basketball court. Oh, up, up on, on the hill. hill. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay.
1: So he was hanging up under the shade tree. Oh yeah, I know yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, sitting
0: on the milk crates and sitting yeah, right there in yeah. front of the tree. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no doubt. i feel you. Oh, I we had a little
1: quartz of beer, but quartz was in style. Yeah,
0: quartz was in style <laughs> back then, you know. What was y'all drinking? Back oh, it black label or oh, no. What was was y'all drinking straws straw. Slitch small in the blue bottle. Yeah. Yeah, the blue bottle. Blue and silver, yeah. You yeah dig that, dig yeah. that. Okay. So what um after you got out of the military, um, what was life like? You know, you worked I told you told us that you worked. Um, yeah, yeah. What did you do in your leisure? You you say you worked out? Did you did you enjoy concerts, movies, sports? Oh man,
1: I did a lot of. Well, started out doing pretty good, you know, lifting the waist, Then I stopped lifting. Wow. Because I was you know mostly working. Yeah. Then I believe that's when my. Drinking habits, you know started a little picked bit up. picked up a little bit. Then. Why do you
0: think that was? I mean you, you, you uh, You've always been you know the type of brother that exercised and worked at and I understand why you might have slacked up because you were working a lot But you were always health conscious as yes, far as yeah, I know mean. yeah. right. uh, So what What Reason do you think you turned to drinking? What was the reason?
1: You know what well, I mean? Just to relax or what? Well it was a lot of entertaining really. You mm, know, a lot of entertaining people coming to the, coming the house to my house oh, okay. you know, to, you know, cut down on going to the clubs where it started getting wild. You know, the wrong crowds coming in and fighting and shooting and all that kind of stuff at the clubs. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, so I just sort of, you know, just I had a nice home.
0: Yeah, so you have a mature crowd, you know who's coming over. And so you were doing, you know, a lot of entertaining and a lot of drinking, you know what I'm saying, at your house. Drinking. Wasn't out and about. Cooking
1: out and all that stuff, yeah.
0: Right. You wasn't out and about doing all that kind of stuff. No, no. Right, right, right. Just enjoying life. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Do you think at any point it got out of hand for you, the drinking? And did, you uh, ever, did you ever realize that or did you ever notice that or did anybody in your family ever tell you that?
1: Well, family members had started telling me that today.
0: Oh, family? Okay, that's news to me. Okay, so yeah. somebody noticed that you were drinking a right, lot? Right,
1: right,
0: right. A lot more rather, mm. more than social, what you call it, social oh, drinking?
1: Well, uh, well, it could say that well, it started getting out of control sometimes that it was actually noticeable mm-hmm. you know, and then of course, at one time, my brother and I used to argue a lot mm-hmm. while drinking mm-hmm. you know and then yeah, yeah t-
0: yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. happened you know yeah, so at some point um did you um Other than people that love you telling you, did you realize yourself that you had a problem drinking, or did you never did you never really acknowledge it?
1: Well, a lot of times in situations like that, people can actually be in denial. Yeah, they could be in denial, and and if they just sit back and took the time and just looked, said, "Wow." Mm-hmm. That's really consuming yeah. a lot of alcohol, mm-hmm. you know, because it was nothing for me to have a a stock bar in the house. Mm-hmm. You
0: know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah know, it, top shelf,
1: so you know, all that, that, all that. Yeah, you know. top shelf,
0: y'all. Top shelf. <laughs> that means it cost some money. Yeah. So yeah. what? What? So are you saying that you were in denial or?
1: Uh, for a period of time, I could say I was operating in denial. Operating in denial. Yes. Absolutely, yes. Need that, need I would that. say
0: that. I, yeah, I think that a lot of people do that in different ways. And mm-hmm. um, don't want to admit well, it. Well, don't want to admit it, whether it's right. got to do with drinking or uh, driving too fast or right, right, you know, right. anger problems. Yeah, mm-hmm. we somebody right. that loves us will tell us about that and we'll deny that it's that. You know right, what I mean? Right. Yeah. And. Uh, I think a lot of times people get too critical uh, in that when they'll say, well, you drink too much, but then they won't look at what it is that they're doing that they might be that's in yeah. from, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I, I do believe that uh, uh, whether uh, the person that's uh, offering you some insight about what's going on with you is acknowledging their shortcomings, I still think that... Uh, we should listen to what somebody that loves us is trying to tell us right. about ourselves. Because I don't think people understand. You can't see yourself mm-hmm. like somebody else, looking, you know, right. looking at you right. uh, and realize uh, what's going on. Uh, so, did you ever seek any help?
1: Well, not to the extent that I should have.
0: Oh, so you did seek some help, though.
1: Well, at one time, it was once, once a person starts to drink, him, and even people, family members, even, you know, mention it to them, that, hey, you're drinking too much, you need to control your drinking, and all that, then the person, people, well, I'm just saying for myself, can be in denial. Mm-hmm. And then once it starts to causing problems,
0: mm-hmm.
1: then it's when a person could be told that they're going to go get some help. hmm you know Okay, what, I mean? what do
0: you mean by that? Told. Like,
1: like for instance, I'm gonna just say for instance, if a person is on his job, Okay, come, okay, alright, I see what you're saying. And then a person the employer. Employer could okay. just say, yeah. well look. Yeah. This will not be tolerated. You're, you're late for work or something mm-hmm. like that. You're going to go over here to this class. I got for you. For a week mm-hmm. and something like that. they, yeah, throw, yeah. they throw a band aid on, on it. On to an ongoing problem.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you now. You I see, was a little lost that about what you, had, you know, mm-hmm. That could You were, to, you to were told you had to go. So you went because you went. As would. an example, you mm-hmm. know, a person could be
1: told you yeah. know, they got to go. To this class for a week, boom, and mm-hmm. problem is. So you Four went. Unquote, solved, yes. You
0: went, and you, you thought that was enough, like most people do. Right. Yeah, like most people do. You know. So. Uh, okay, yeah. so did your problems, did, any, did your drinking ever graduate into anything else? Drugs? Uh, anything that caused you to continue to spiral?
1: Well, I can't say that it's. No, not really. But uh, of course, back years before all that, Mm -hmm. like uh, everyone, uh, I've experimented. Experimented with with drugs. drugs. So yeah, so so it really wasn't drugs for you. No, no, it
0: was alcohol.
1: That was my main thing, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, because yeah, yeah. Yeah. Once upon a time, yeah, I I can relate. I, 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 you know, I've been locked up all the time, you know, but I know a lot of. My uh, homies from Springfield, they told me, yeah. said, boy, if you'd have been out, yeah. you'd have yeah. been out here on that dope too, yeah. this is, man. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. I would, I'd probably been selling it, yeah, but I don't probably. know if I'd have been using <laughs> it, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I understand that, man. Um, now real quick, before we uh, wrap this up, so tell us what happened, man. No, Not details, I just want the audience, the listeners to get a sense of what happened. Did it? Did something get out of hand? That's, uh, that's all it because was. Because I know
1: yeah. you. Right. Yeah.
0: Uh, there is no malice in you. No. I'm, I'm not just saying this, man. I, I know you. Right. Uh, yeah. So, what happened? In well, two minutes. Give me two minutes. Tell me what happened. Can you tell me in two minutes? I don't want it to be five minutes. I yeah. Can you tell me in two minutes what happened?
1: Well, this is something that's always been hard for me to talk about.
0: And I respect that. You know.
1: I respect so, that. It. It was a situation mm-hmm. when there was alcohol involved that got so out of hand, so quick. So fast, right. I mean, it was just like that. Mm-hmm. And I took another man's life. Yeah. Just that fast. Just that fast, man.
0: Didn't mean it. No, Wasn't trying no. to do this right, or that. Right, right. You were under the
1: influence. Yeah, that, yeah. And that that fast. That fast. Yeah. You know, they could just change someone's life. A person can lose their life. So and then no you could one, lose yours not, too. So it's like I've lost mine as well. Yes, you know? yes,
0: yes. And I know that uh, since we've been around each other, here, I know that every day, yeah. uh, if you could take it back, you would.
1: Oh my God.
0: I know you would. Mm. I know you would. Yeah. And I think that's something that people need to know.
1: Yeah. Uh, it
0: hurts me. It, it hurts. I, I know it. I see it on your face now. yeah. And uh, I get it. And I think that's one thing that people, when it comes to us, that they don't get to see.
1: Yeah. And they need to
0: see. Everybody in here is not a hardened criminal. No. People make mistakes. People do things, and and it results in something tragic happening. And uh, but once that happens, they lump us all into that same boat, and they treat us all the same way. And I understand that the law has to be blind. I get that. But there has to be some consideration for people like you. Uh, that made a tragic mistake. You made, I'm not gonna say mistake, you made a decision that really wasn't a decision that you made with your full faculties because you were drunk. And it resulted in the death of another human being. And I know I'll bet you money almost instantly once you realize what happened, you wish you could have taken it back.
1: Yes I did, yeah.
0: But y'all, let me tell you something out there. That ain't how it
1: works.
0: It's not how it works. So if you got somebody in your family that loves you, that is telling you to get some help for something that may be going on with you, listen to them. Don't push back. Just do what they ask. Because what you might be doing is saving a life. Absolutely. You might be saving somebody's life. You know what I mean? But let me ask you just one more thing. I got this thing that I'm gonna start doing, man, at the end of my episode, my interviews. Mm -hmm. And I got this idea from my uh, college professor, Dr. Andre Anton at Western Kentucky. She's an associate professor of philosophy out there. Great woman. Mm -hmm. But whenever she comes in, you know, every now and then when she comes in and we have class, she'll do this thing called Two Truths and a Lie. Right? Right, right. Where you got to tell, we have to tell the classroom two things about us that that is true. One thing about ourselves that is a lie, right? Mm-hmm. And the class, they have to guess which one is the lie and which, uh, which two are the truth, right? Right, right. And um, I want to start doing that because when, I, when we do that in the class, it helps me to learn a lot about the people that I'm sitting next to in a way that I normally wouldn't get to do. So I wanna give, uh, make this fun, and give the audience out there that's listening an opportunity to uh, uh, have a little fun with this and win one of my books. I'm gonna give the person that emails me first, right? It's gonna have to have a date and timestamp on it. That emails me first, and is able to pick out the lie that you're going to tell us uh, out of this game. The person that emails me first at doingtimewithjotie at gmail.com and can tell me what the lie is that you're going to tell us in a few minutes, I'm going to send you a free copy of my book, Becoming a Murder, The Making of a Murder. I'm going to send you a free copy of that book, and uh, I'm going to pay the shipping and handling of the But again, you have to be the first person that emails me and uh, tells me what the lie is. Nobody out there that's a family member of myself or Reggie can participate in this. Nobody that works for me, helps me with the podcast, can participate in this. Uh, So do you mind doing that? No. Okay, okay. Let me get my ink pen out. So I can write this down, and you can tell me, okay, give me two things about you that are true.
1: Mm. I'm in prison, one.
0: (laughs) That was too easy. We ain't gonna accept that. We ain't gonna accept that. Tell the people something about yourself that you didn't talk about in the interview. Now, again, you don't have to tell the truth on one of these things. But two of these things have to be true. Tell them something personal. Let it be something personal. You, it's easy to say I'm in prison. Everybody knows that's true.
1: Oh man, I'm not good at this, man. You're not good at it. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I was, my mind was still somewhere else. Yeah, I understand that. I understand I was still thinking about how sorry I am for what I did. Man. Right, right. I'm thinking about his
0: family. I get that. I do. I understand that, man. I understand it. Is there anything that you would want to say to his father? Oh, my God.
1: From the core of my soul, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It ain't a night that goes back. Yeah. Then I wish I could tell his family how sorry I am and I hate that that happened.
0: Yeah, I get that.
1: So that was just on my mind when you asked me to play the game.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I get it. We're going to put that out, we're going to postpone that. Thank you. We'll do that another time because you saying what you just said is way more important than this playing a game okay. and uh and I know you heard me fam. Yeah. I know you are and I get that man and I think that I wish that people could see you uh on your walk every day. Yeah. Because if they could see you they would know that you're not like the majority of people in here. You're not like the majority of people in here. Uh, and that's because uh, you had a loving mother. Oh, man. That. Um, mothers. Mothers, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You better know it. Uh, a loving family. Yep. That raised you in a way to where, you know, this shocked them.
1: Right, it did,
0: yeah. It shocked them. Yeah, I I know that you're sorry, man. I know that you're sorry. And I hope that um, the people that are listening understand how easy it is um, to end up in here even when you're doing the right things. um, One one slip up, y'all, one bad decision one bad
1: decision. One bad decision. So,
0: always be aware when you're out there and you're having fun, you got family, friends at the house, or you're out at a restaurant, a bar, a club, and you're drinking. Always be aware that uh, the more you drink, the more you'll you become unaware of mm-hmm. a lot of things that you uh, yeah, yeah, wouldn't yeah, normally do.
1: Yeah, your inhibitions are lowered. They low. And uh, yeah. And no one went, I mean, this, I'm quite sure this devastated his family, devastated my family. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's just, I just wish that I could just, all I could do is ask for them to forgive me, you know.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And
1: and, uh, let them know that. That was, that meant, I mean it shouldn't have happened. I really hate that. Yeah. I really, I really, really, I really hate this. Yeah.
0: I'm going to say this though, man, before I wrap this up. Um, a lot of people, man, you know, they don't pay attention to that last part. Most of the time when I see on the news, um, or at a trial or something like that, where the victim's family, they get up to speak. And, um, one of the things that they often say is that they don't want anybody else to have to go through what they've gone through. Right. And that's partly why a lot of families pursue the prosecution Mm -hmm. uh, and they want justice as they define it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And one of the things for me wanting to satisfy my victims' sense of justice as I've gotten older is um, to do everything I can to make sure that their wishes of nobody else having to go through this. Right. I have to do my part in making that a reality. Absolutely. Um, So I do that through my shows. Mm -hmm. I do that through my behavior in here. Don't get me wrong, I haven't always gotten it right. Uh, We all have our moments. Uh, But that is something that you can do. Uh, Every opportunity that you get, make sure you're talking to somebody about doing the right thing.
1: Doing the right thing.
0: right. Make sure you are living by example, so that people can see. And you already do that, so people can see that. Uh,
1: they got to get God in their life. Absolutely,
0: I'm serious, you know. That, no if and, and but.
1: It's just too. Without much. the
0: Most High, there is no foundation that is going to produce fruit
1: right. that
0: is profitable.
1: Right. You know.
0: To you, the community, society at large, mm-hmm. you have to have that. Um, Definitely. Yeah, and you, um, yeah, you gotta do that, man. You gotta do it. Right. you know. know. So, at the end of the day, man, uh, I wanna thank you uh, for sitting down. I didn't intend for this to be this long, but I appreciate it. Um,
1: well, you broke me down. Man. Well, I'm sorry.
0: Mean? I'm sorry for doing that. Well, that no, was not needed, my intention.
1: I needed to get that out. Man. But if it
0: helps somebody, fam, then. Yeah. Yeah. Keep on crying, cause we got some toilet paper in now. Yeah, you know, man. wipe it up. You know what I'm saying, and keep it moving, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. Yes, no, uh, sir. Man. I love you, man. I love
1: you more, man. Yeah, man. I so
0: look, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's gonna be okay. But yeah, I um, I implore you out there, that everybody that's listening, man, to uh, yeah. do good. Live a life that you can be proud of at all times, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you should be stiff and rigid, but if you're going to be doing some things to enjoy yourself, be aware that there's a line that you don't need to go across. Mm -hmm. And if you can't um, manage that yourself, get some help. Take somebody out with you when you go, or have somebody there that you trust, that you listen to, that can control what's going on if you do happen to go too far. And I think everything will work out. There are no guarantees in anything. But always strive to do the best that you can. Always. Always strive to do the best that you can. Who love, man. They love that, man. No doubt about it. This has been another episode of Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker. And I say peace, y'all.